1: Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is
0: it! This is Top Flag Tune Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow!
1: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
0: Welcome along to uh, a brand new Tune Machine and we have been um, handed, it hasn't got any hands, um, a new chart to look at by the Random Pop Blob. And we'll go over to it now in its cage in the corner of my room. And find out which date chart we're gonna be looking at. First of July nineteen (laughs) seventy three Well they are both fucking time I think because We've had a lot of charts from the 80s and 90s, considering it's random. We haven't done many from the early
1: 70s. We haven't. This is the earliest one we've done, I think. What I think is the furthest be. back that Pop Blob goes?
0: 1970. 1st of January, 1970.
1: Right, okay. Even
0: though that's before both of us were born.
1: Well, this, this one is before though, I was born, 1973.
0: Yeah. I'll have been just under a year old. I'm looking through this, it.
1: I'm fucking struggling to recognise much. To I be figure honest.
0: there's enough in there to get at least one episode. I think I know more of the songs in this than I do in that one from 1999 we
1: did recently. Oh yeah, I, if, yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, okay. I'm just not interested in anything post 97.
0: <laughs> same pretty much. <laughs> you
1: yeah. know, I mean, I, I, yeah. the last sort of five ten years I'm all right with, and some of the noughties But I'm not interested in late late 90s. Yeah, things picked I up think- about 2002 musically, I think.
0: Two thousand and three when my daughter was born, that's pretty much when I checked out of knowing about pop music. Mm. Um but um well anyway, we're back in nineteen seventy three. Of course, this was just shortly after Sunland had won the FA Cup against Leeds United. Of course. So that's good. Yeah. Um Fifth of May seventy three, FA Cup final.
1: I was about to say I don't know what day West Ham won the cup in nineteen eighty or in nineteen seventy five, but then I thought there'll be hammers who, who no doubt have that date tattooed on their body. Tattooed
0: on their bodies, yeah.
1: Why have you got that date tattooed on your body, mate? You what? What do you mean? What? You are hey, a little toe-wreck. You <laughs> should know that. You should have these numbers tattooed on your body too.
0: We're recording this on Thursday, 8th of September, uh, 2022 in late afternoon and some breaking news has just come through, Sam. Uh Graham Potter has been announced officially as the new Chelsea manager.
1: Wow, um I think that's a, it's a pretty um it's a pretty daring appointment by Chelsea and I, think uh, so. I I wish him all the best. I think both of us have suspected for many years. I think you you actually branded him a charlatan um a while. No, I-
0: well, it's not really him. It's the attitude of the media towards him. They've yeah, got him kind of. Uh, they've, they've anointed him as this kind of footballing genius, when in fact last season they went on a six month run where they won three Premier League games in twenty five.
1: I think the thing is, he'll you know look if you're Chelsea manager, you get two years maximum, right? Yeah, and so he'll be out on his ear in two years maximum. Very likely before that, right? possibly four months I think possibly because I mean you know I'm not saying he's a bad manager but at Brighton everything he does is like an overachievement and he's working with a lot of players who are simply happy to be playing in the Premier League he's walking into a fucking a viper's nest at Chelsea of big names and big egos he's going to have to win their respect a lot of them are going to be a bit like who the fuck are you beard man do you know what yeah. I mean? Who have you managed? Swansea and Brighton and some mob in mm. what was it, Sweden or something? Sweden? Yeah. That you know, you know what players are like, we've seen it with managers a hundred times before. So that'll be a big fucking challenge for him to win that over. And like, managers have been in that situation before in the past where they just go, Well, we'll do an overhaul and I'll bring in my own players. But he can't. Because this new owner has just bought a load of fucking new players. You can't boot them out straight away.
0: One of them was from Brighton, to be fair. That's so, true, So, yeah. he's got one ally there already, so... But
1: uh, I just think that it'll be very hard. And a nicer bloke he is, and probably a talented young manager, it's almost like the worst job he could have taken. But... Yeah. The thing about your stock as a manager, it can go up and down in the space of just four weeks. And this the timing is, his stock is extremely high, because Brighton have had a good start to the season, right? Yeah. And certainly. so... He's thinking, if I don't take this now and get this big salary now, then I could be sacked by Brighton within what? a few months, and then exactly. I'll just be scrabbling around looking for a job in the championship.
0: He might go on another run of three wins in 25, and then, you know, how happy are they going to be about that? So,
1: exactly. So, exactly. he's taking Best it because it's an opportunity to earn some money, and I don't blame him. Good luck to him.
0: Best of luck, him. but this isn't a football podcast. No. This is a music podcast. Um so let's stick to the music if we can. We've got this top 40 in front of us. We should probably go through it. So, here we go then. Chart entry at number 40. It's Albert Hammond with the Free Electric Band. Don't think there was much free electric going on in 1973.
1: Three-day weeks, candles, power cuts, all of that. At number 39, down five places for Nazareth with Broken Down Angel.
0: Nothing worse than a broken-down angel. Uh, Get the angel AA, the AAA, to come out and get it mended back on the road ASAP. Uh, China entry at 38. It's Tony Kenny, a man with two first names, and he
1: says, give it to me now. It sounds like an impatient kind of a chap, but with a name like that, i would give him what he wants. Number 37. uh, Up, uh, whopping nine places. It's peekaboo with the start by the Stylistics. Are you okay? No, nah, I I had a stroke at the weekend, mate. Um, it, it was o- <laughs> just another it was over lunch. It was fine, it was just a mild stroke, so I didn't bother going in to see the doc. Uh, yeah. I, I called the GP on Monday morning, explained what had happened. He said, "Yeah, it sounds like a stroke, but just uh, yeah. maybe lay off the salt for a few days." So I'd be, I yeah. I've cut down on my usual, you know, how I like a salt sandwich. Um, uh, yeah. in my tea break. I've cut down on that and uh, hopefully I'll be back to normal soon. But in the meantime, yeah, I do have severe brain damage.
0: Good man. I mean, I can see a bit of a facial droop there. That's right, yeah. Just slightly more than usual. Yeah. There's all residual effects from your seven other strokes yeah. already yeah. going yeah. on yeah, there. Yeah, I've lost uh, a
1: lot of uh, muscle traction in the facial area.
0: <laughs> Very noticeable. <laughs> uh, You're entry at number 36. Uh, John... and Saturday night's all right for fighting. I say it's not. I say Saturday night is about restaurants, dinner parties, and maybe a visit to the pub, and Saturday night is not all right for fighting. I'm going to ban this one. Elton John,
1: I ban thee. If you're going to have a fight, have it on a Monday. That's when people have got their grumpiest. At number 35, it's Way Back Home from Julia Walker and the All-Stars.
0: Up five places at number 34. It's those great guys from Mud with Hypnosis.
1: At 33, it's down 10 places for first choice with Armed and Extremely Dangerous.
0: Well, maybe they're off down the pub to see Elton John and give him a fucking thrashing. (laughs) Um, Chart entry at 32, Clifford T. Ward. Don't know what the T stands for, but his song is called Gay. But it's not gay as in, you know what... It's gay, as in the name gay with an E on the end. Just wanted to clarify that.
1: Thank Christ for that. At number 31, it's down two places for the Edgar Winter group with a song called Frankenstein or Frankenstein. I'm not quite sure of the German pronunciation.
0: I'm pretty sure that Edgar Winter's an albino, but I will not hold that against him. It just goes to show what you can achieve when you've been uh, dealt a cruel hand. Of course, uh, it's Roy
1: Orbison. It didn't hold him back.
0: He's got black hair, though, hasn't
1: he? Died. No way. Yeah. Why do you think he wears dark glasses all the time? Pink eyes.
0: Fuck me. Up seven at 30, Sylvia has some pillow talk.
1: At 29, is down two places for another man with iffy eyes, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> with You Are the Sunshine of My Life. <sighs>
0: Very much a wonky vision chart this week. <laughs> um down two places at number twenty eight, we've got Neil Sadaka, and he's standing on the inside. Standing uh, on the inside of what? A boat? Uh, a spaceship? A bus station?
1: Uh, Who knows? Explain yourself, Neil. And uh, twenty seven up one place for Joe Simon with step by step.
0: Oh, he's taking step by step, one chart place at a time. Give him another six months, he'll be number one. Ah, down 11 places at number 26. It's Wizard
1: with See My Baby Jive. No movement for Barry White at 25, and it's unsurprising considering the size of the bastard. Have you seen him? He's as big as a house. He came on top of the pops a few weeks back. We had to get him in (sighs) using a winch. I'm going to love you just a little bit more, baby, he claims. Size of a house, but with a
0: voice box like a cow's stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Up 8 at 24, Chairman of the Board
1: are singing Finders Keepers. At 23, it's up by 8 places, Randy with Blue Mink. Blue Mink with Randy, you mean? It's Blue Mink with Randy. Sorry, I've just had another stroke live on air.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Okay.
1: Keep going, though. I'm a pro. I'm an absolute pro.
0: Down nine places at number 22. The Partridge family are walking in the rain. I hope they fucking drown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at number 21, it's Medicine Head with one and one is one. Well, I think there's too much medicine in here you because your maths has gone to fuck.
0: Sounds like they've had a few strokes there before they recorded that <laughs> one. Uh, it's Hallelujah Day,
1: according to the Jackson 5, but they're standing still at number 20. At number 19, the lovely and fragrant Susie Quattro, which in Italian uh, translates as Susan Four with can the can. Probably reference
0: to her uh, diminutive height. Yeah, only four foot four Susie foot, Quattro foot there.
1: But she packs a lot of uh, punch, like a pocket dynamo.
0: Sure does. Uh, I bet she goes like the clappers as well.
1: What I've heard.
0: <laughs> Up one place at number 18. Junior Campbell with Sweet Illusion.
1: At number seventy, down three places for the wonderful and gentle Perry Como with And I Love You So.
0: Very, very gentle. Gentle. You almost feel as if he's on the brink of death every time he opens his mouth. But uh, best of luck with surviving Perry Como. Uh, still at number 16 this week, we've got Dawn featuring Tony Orlando with tie a yellow ribbon round the old oak
1: tree. Featuring Tony Orlando. They've actually, he's insisted on his name being inserted into the title of the song he's, as well as on the artist slide. What an ego. Orlando. Orlando, uh, his ego is completely out of control. Uh number 15, it's rock a doodle Do with Linda Lewis. I think I'll nick that for my breakfast show on Radio 1. Sounds like a great way, a great Good opener. Plan.
0: Good plan. Uh, up eight at number 14, it's Honolulu Boogie by Mott the Hoople.
1: At number 13, it's up five places for an outfit called Geordie with Can You Do It?
0: Down two places at number 12, it's Steeler's Wheel with Stuck in the Middle with You. A very, very pleasant song. I can't ever imagine soundtracking a scene of extreme violence in a movie in the future.
1: Let's hope its legacy isn't one day ruined by it becoming synonymous with torture. (laughs) (laughs) At number 11, uh, it's uh, down two places, Live and Let Die from Paul McCartney and Wings.
0: And down two places at number 10, it's Paul McCartney's former ally and current enemy, George Harrison, Uh, with Give Me Love brackets, Give Me Peace on Earth. Fuck
1: me, George. You don't ask for much, do you? I would have thought with the amount of money you fucking banked off the back of Macca and Lennon, you'd have enough without coming on the fucking charts and asking for more, like love and peace.
0: Fucking grow up here, Harrison. Get yourself down
1: the pub with Elton John on Saturday night. But well, I'll tell you the same as I told your cohort Lennon. when I met him once in the BBC club. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> Get your fucking hair cut and grow the fuck up. Get a fucking job and start fucking working. Right, at number nine, it's uh, Paul Simon, another another bleating fucking liberal who needs to grow a pair with a song called Take Me to the Mardi Gras. Yeah, typical... I'll tell you what it is about these
0: fuckers. I always look at a man and I say, does this man know his own national insurance number and can he recite it? And in these cases, McCartney, Harrison, Simon, the answer is no,
1: no, no. Not a fucking chance.
0: Jalapeño. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers
1: flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
0: Jalapeño. Down three places at number eight. It's part man,
1: part elf,
0: T-Rex with Groover.
1: Another bloke who wouldn't know how to drain a radiator. Put some fucking shoes on, Rex. <laughs> number seven, Dave Edmonds with Born to Be With You.
0: Ah, oh, standing still at number six, it's the Hot Shots with Snoopy versus the Red Baron. number to the Charlie Brown cartoon dog there.
1: At number five, down two places, it's Fleetwood Mac with Albatross. Have you heard that one? Sounds like drug tunes. Yeah, I was utterly disgusted and I've written to the Director General suggesting that he bans it.
0: Up 17 places to number four, it's London-based lesbian David Bowie
1: (laughs) with Life on Mars. At number three, down one place, it's 10cc with rubber bullets. Sounds a bit unsavoury. Do you know how 10cc got their name, mate? I don't, mate. It's the International Measurement of Spunk. Oh, well, there you go. More about that later on. Is that on. a mean average, a median average, or uh, I'll just, a range? I'll tell you about it later on. Okay. Maybe I'll
0: demonstrate it for you.
1: You got a thimble with you? I'll tell you what. Uh, the way my ball sacks going the other day, I masturbated, and all that came out was a puff of smoke. <laughs> what colour was the smoke, mate? And ash-coloured. <laughs> I mean, if that had been the same for these chances in 10cc... If they were my age, they'd have called their band Puff of Cock Smoke. <laughs> and they might have had more success as well. <laughs> Sounds like
0: your cockheads turned into a dormant volcano, mate. And
1: number three, <laughs> it's Puff of Cock Smoke with rubber bullets. More like shooting blanks. <laughs> <laughs> up two places at
0: number two Peters and Lee welcome home now is this guy an albino or is he blind or what
1: looks like looks like another albino trying to masquerade as a normal and it disgusts me at number one (laughs) uh, it's Slade with squeeze me please me still insisting on spelling every single one of their song titles incorrectly very juvenile I suppose I think it's funny but it's not it's stupid
0: Speaking of which, I think you've mispronounced their name. It's actually Slade. Oh, yeah,
1: Slade. Sorry, I forgot the, of their Mozambique <laughs> heritage. <laughs> That's the chart. Hope you enjoyed it. It is mad that people forget that Slade were all from Mozambique originally. <laughs> well, hang on. No, some of them were born in Mozambique. I think Dave Hill was actually born in Birmingham, but his his parents were both... They both yeah. came over from Mozambique.
0: Is that what happened?
1: Yeah. But yeah. the others were actually born in Mozambique and came over here and in over childhood. Here. Mm.
0: As part of the um, repatri- repatriation. Yeah, and that's
1: that's where a lot of their rhythms come from. Mm. When you listen, that's where their, their distinctive sound comes from.
0: Yeah, Mozambique stroke West Midlands. Um, there's a lot on this chart that I really like, to be honest. I mean, Slade at the top. Squeeze Me, Please Me, um, Slade were in July 1973, almost at their absolute peak. That peak, of course, came with Merry Christmas, Everybody.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, later in the year. And this is about the time when they were recording the cunt. They recorded it in the summer of 73. Clever cunt. Merry Christmas, Everybody. Um, I'm looking at the... Fucking hell. The chart um, stats of Slade up till Squeeze Me, Please Me, right, was... Because I love you, number one. Look what you've done, number four. Take me back home, number one. Mama, we're all crazy now, number one. Goodbye to Jane, number two. Come on, feel the noise, number one. Squeeze me, please me, number one. And that was all in the space of about 18 months. Phenomenal. So
1: with, with Slade, I mean, if you were born when I... You know, I was born two years after this, right? And Slade weren't really... By the time I became sentient, pop sentient, yeah, right, I was... What age would that have been then? I'd have Did become think, pop sentient. Well, my earliest pop memories of, like, listening to contemporary pop would have been my brother listening to punk, but also then sort of like, I remember him just listening to Elvis Costello and Blondie all the time. Mm. So I reckon that was 78, 79, when I was three or four, when I first started like hearing and knowing the names of bands. Um, and yeah. Slade were not a band that I became aware of. And in fact, Slade, to people of my age, probably you weren't really... By the time you became aware of them, they, they'd come back round again in the 90s as a sort of a, a comedy band. In fact, what was the show that Noddy Holder was in, acting? He wasn't in something like Adrian Mole, was he?
0: it was something like that it was um, it was something it was something that was set in the 1970s it was a British uh, was Amanda Holden in it oh as well? not
1: that yeah there was that, the, was but, that the, the, the Grimleys, the, but that the, the, was the a, Grimleys but that was that was a show that show was in the noughties I remember that show because I was it I actually have a personal I had a an, a, a, a problem a falling out with the Grimleys and Amanda Holden which I've probably told you another episode you've out yeah but, like I was doing you know my enter the CD-ROM magazine the much yeah. missed CD-ROM magazine the first oh, yeah, the first cover was Amanda poetry. Holden and yeah. the and I ended up there was a photographer called John Stoddart who was quite a sort of well known photographer and um, and he did lots of magazine covers and I went from meeting room I said I've got this new bag, mag but I'm struggling for a good cover star and he went have you seen that girl in the Grimleys and I was like oh yeah yeah, oh, I, you that and i did that thing, thing where i put one on my shot shot out out head and i was like not much and then i started to actually i was in. in the arm of the sword yeah i was oh. like in his it was a it was a case of imagine if sam fox was here now one of those sorts of things yeah and it was wigs it was in quite a trendy photographer's office and That's a few people like sort of dropped their espressos because they just saw me yeah? a Sort of a young whippersnapper humping the floor going, Whoa, no yeah. bats, you don't me the right? And he said, Once I'd calmed <laughs> uh... down, he said, Right, compose yourself because I've got something to show you. And he opened a drawer and he pulled out these black <laughs> and white <laughs> pictures of Amanda Holden in like stockings, suspenders, the old get up. Well, you can imagine. I was, like, all over the shop, so I was humping again. I started humping the photographer's leg like a dog, and he he got a stick and hit me with it, and in the end, i
0: I mean, that's how it was back then, wasn't it? It
1: was, yeah, it was the the, uh... the 90s, so it was sort of all right. And uh, he whacked me with this stick, and I calmed down again, and I said, "Uh, how much do you want for it? And he named a price, and I bought it, and I put it on the cover, because I'd already got an interview with Amanda Holden. I'd sent a journalist to interview her on the set of, of, of Grimley's, right?
0: The Grimley's, And I'd right. said
1: to the publicist of the Grimley's, that's great. Can we also do a photo shoot with her? Because I'd like her on the cover. And they said, mm-hmm. "We ha- she hasn't got time to do a photo shoot, she hasn't got time to do an interview. And I said, yeah, but this is a cover. And they were like, yeah, but still, no, fuck off. So I said, okay, well, I'll buy a shoot in of her. And they were sort of like, ignored that. So then... I found this shoot. I bought it I stuck it on the cover and she went her and the publicist went absolutely fucking apeshit about it because I think this was from like a few years previously and she had done right. the shoe when she was still yeah. not very famous it was a lovely shoot. well it was very sexy it was oh, sexy. I don't know oh, what your problem is you like, absolutely gorgeous in it you should be proud you've got a lovely figure I'll <laughs> give you one <laughs> I don't know what you're getting so upset about hey, fellas all up and down the land would give their right fucking bullet for five minutes with your you out. <laughs> yeah so basically look obviously I was in the wrong um, yeah. and it was pretty horrible but that was the way it was I mean in magazines you just you got the cover that you thought would sell and you didn't maybe think about the human aspect of it and she had the amp and I, I remember saying to my mum because I was quite scared cause like the lawyers you know I've got some sort of threatening letter from a lawyer or something ah, and I went and these were the days before I'd learned to go I'll stroll I'll, you, shove, you know where to off. shove your fucking lawyer's letter good <laughs> fucking luck I'll see you in the high court sweetheart <laughs> you took the fucking. you got dressed you got yourself dressed up like that for the photos <laughs> you knew what you was doing you signed away your image rights yeah. I'm just the cunt what bought them anyway <laughs> uh, I'm just the cunt what bought them and stuck them on the cover of a CD-ROM magazine that was in WH Smith's <laughs> you like, don't even know what that is do you <laughs> nah, nor, oh, I don't. nor does anyone <laughs> I should have said that don't worry love we've only sold 5 copies probably <laughs> true right i've got one of them yeah exactly we've had a massive <laughs> secondary market though thanks to top light time machine
0: yeah
1: um yeah but she yeah and i remember saying to my mum oh how's your new job you can imagine me trying to explain to my mum what that job was <laughs> 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 haven't you got a new job on, on, Rob. on a compact disc I a magazine you listen to is that like a
0: talking I, book how's
1: your job on a laser at a laser record <laughs> do you I have to get him. on
0: it do you have to get inside the machine I said
1: not fucking good have you seen this program the Grimleys and she went yeah I like it and I said well the, the nice the sexy girl in it I got some sexy pictures of her and put it on the cover she went, oh that's nice I said wow well, you say that man but she doesn't fucking agree and her lawyers have been on to me they got Ow. the royal lump And my mum, to this day, to this day, if Amanda Holden's name is mentioned, she goes, oh, I fucking hate that Amanda Holden. And I go, why? She goes, why? What do you mean why? She said she, oh, I remember how upset you were when she got the letters from the lawyers. You were so upset and I never fucking forgave her.
0: We all had weeks of sleepless nights Out in this house. So oh my
1: God, my nerves! I haven't recovered to this day. I'm still on the Valium.
0: Uh, I've just had a look on um, on eBay and enter. There's one copy of the first issue with that yeah. picture on the front.
1: Oh. It's a good pick. Isn't um,
0: it? Twenty quid or nearest offer. There you go. Fucking hell.
1: I think, those, if I remember history. rightly, the pictures, it's a whole shoot, it's that pitch plus others cost me four grand. And this was like 2000, and, it was the year 2000.
0: Yeah. It says on the on the back of the thing, Amanda Holden, an entire shrine to the raciest actress in Britain. <laughs> stockings, <laughs> stockings, suspenders and sensational confessions abound.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> So well, you look. You know, I'm not proud of that, but we all have to Different make times. a fucking living, don't we?
0: Different times, exactly. It's a, it's an artifact of history. There's an interview with Jerry Adams in it as well. I mean, yeah, that, you know.
1: that was good. Also, so, mad so, terrorist, <laughs> t- mad terror <laughs> boss man on his favourite bomb designs, <laughs> spilling the bomb beans. <laughs> Top five favourite type of bomb.
0: Okay, okay, let's leave it. <laughs> oh, God, what else is going on? I'll tell you what, we'll leave it there for now because, mm. first of all, <laughs> probably straight into the realms of uh, insanity there. Mm. And also, if you are listening to this episode, fresh from its... um publication is that mm, the word mm. i don't know what it is when you put a podcast out um you might well be within the uh mourning period mm. of the queen Elizabeth. and
1: therefore the last thing you need to be hearing about is one of our arch nemesis from yeah. over the years <laughs> jerry adams
0: yeah yeah it's some stuff's just been said that i've had to wet it out so um <laughs> we'll just um Sorry, I'll Andy. leave the episode there i think uh but we hope that if you are mourning, then this episode has been appropriate in some way and um, we'll be back with more on this chart uh, in a couple of weeks all being well uh, goodbye goodbye